Disclaimer, I am a counseling student, I am not a mental health professional, and I cannot give or offer mental health services. Hello everyone, welcome to Good You. I am really excited for today's episode, and even though it's a more serious episode, I got to do it with my sister, Katie, and she will be our guest today. And today we're going to be talking about sibling rivalry. And if anyone knows about sibling rivalry, it is me and Katie. (laughs) We are the experts. And I am excited to be able to dive into this real life that we lived and the growth that we experienced afterwards and now how good our relationship is. I mean, there's just so many things we're going to be talking about today. And there's, you know, there's so many reasons that siblings argue and fight, and it's different for everyone. But inviting Katie on today is going to give you guys just kind of an inside look into this. I mean, it, it was, it was, it sucked. This life that we we had with each other and this relationship that we had. I sent Katie a list of questions, and I had us both answer them in our own perspectives in our own views of what we remember growing up. And I'm excited for this because this allows you, the audience, and me and Katie to see what it was actually like living in our own minds um, during these conflicts that we had with each other. So I I know that this is going to be a pretty deep episode So I thank you again, Katie, for being willing to come on and be vulnerable with me and experience this together and talk about this and do it not only for our own healing and just being there with each other and talking about it, but to give people who are listening an experience that maybe they understand and hopefully they can heal from just listening to us talk about this. So I hope y'all are excited to hear this and are ready, and um, I hope y'all enjoy today's episode. So let's get started. Okay, welcome, Katie. Or you know, that was so oh, such a weird introduction. You're my sister. <laughs> so, <laughs> hey. <laughs> Hello. Okay. So, what made you want to be on today's episode and do this with me? I wanted to support you in your podcast and wanted to be a part of it and talk about our past because I think it would help a lot of other people that may be going through what we went through. Well, so I had initially posted to this Facebook subgroup that I'm in and asked, you know, what topics would they be interested in hearing? And someone talked about sibling rivalry because they have a really bad relationship with their sibling. And I was like, you know, what would be 
hilarious would be to talk about it with you. <laughs> and that way they can get both sides of the conversation. Right, right. Okay. So I, well, I, I'm sure I talked about this in the beginning. I haven't recorded that yet, but I came up with some questions and I sent it over to Katie and I just thought that it would be best if we both responded without telling each other what our responses were going to be until now. And I went over with her, like nothing is going to be judged from what she shares, from what I share, because we might be confused, like how could you have experienced that or thought that way? But that's just how it is. And hopefully maybe you'll learn that here. Like you think someone's thinking a certain way or you have to get out of that thought process that everyone else is thinking the way you are. So this this might be, you know, a good learning lesson too. So are you excited? Yeah, just I'm probably going to cry. <laughs> we might be taking breaks. <laughs> yeah, and we probably sound a lot alike. So I'm nervous that people aren't going to be able to differentiate who's who. That's true. I feel like everyone when I, says that we sound just alike. I hear my podcast and I hear you. <laughs> so I don't I don't know. Good luck. <laughs> I'm the youngest. There we go. I'm the youngest sibling. <laughs> yeah, I'm three and a half years older. OK, so if that if we talk about age at any point in this. Yeah. OK, so my first question, do you want to answer this one first? It doesn't matter. OK. You'll go first. <laughs> what do you remember most about our relationship growing up? It was strained. It was a strained relationship. We didn't really have a relationship. And um, I really blame myself for that. Okay. Well, I answered a little longer. <laughs> so I remember a lot of good memories from when we were really little, like us singing songs together. And we used to do like these performances in front of our family. And we would have my grandmother introduce us in front of the family like they didn't know who we were we were um <laughs> and that was when we were we were really little no she we were performing for an audience she was introducing us to the audience correct one person i'm so sorry yes that maybe maybe two. My, our great aunt <laughs> <laughs> they they were our, our listen, listen they were our biggest and fans. it was only mariah carey biggest fans and fantasy oh That's wait mariah, mariah carey <laughs> <laughs> oh well anyway um, I remember when I, I was little wanting to be up your ass every second and probably making me the annoying little sister. And I remember our relationship being rocky when I first like could remember. And I remember situations where you didn't want to be around me and especially when you had friends over. And I think that's like common with older sisters and younger sisters. Um, I came off as this, haha, you have no choice but to hang out with me because mom said you had to hang out with me. And obviously, uh, obviously that was probably annoying. But I think that's how I came off. But in my head, I was like, why doesn't she want to hang out with me? And is she embarrassed of me? But I, like I said, like, I think this is like things that go through your head as the, the little sister to your older sister who you just want to hang around. Yeah, I understand that. And um, I know Samantha's mentioned that in the past she was overweight. We both were. And I think that a lot that contributed to my meanness towards my sister is because I wasn't accepted like uh, for my physical appearance. 
and I wanted to be that cool girl because I didn't have I was lacking on the outside clearly lacking on the inside too but um I think that like especially doing that in front of my friends I'm trying to prove myself trying to like prove that I'm cool and I mean that's definitely an age thing and obviously I've grown out of it but I do try to think about like why was I like that and that's one of the things that I truly think is why it was mean. Um, I I, lo- I love that we're doing this because I don't think we've ever gotten to like how what was going through our own heads before. Like we yeah. worked in our in our present selves, but and like sometimes reviewing the past is hard. So, but this is I think going to be such a healing episode for us both. Yeah. So next question is um. How do you remember viewing our relationship during our adolescent years? If you want to start. I put adolescent, high school, and college, but I I separated them in my answers. So I think that when Samantha was in high school and I was in college, I had a boyfriend at the beginning of college. And that's really – when Samantha was a freshman – in high school, I was a freshman in college. So we didn't get to experience high school together. So um, I had a boyfriend for the beginning of college for me, and I wasn't around a lot. And I think that kind of helped our relationship in a way, not being around so much. But I had been told that when I left high school, I couldn't go away for college. Um. Maybe after my first year, I could, but there was no, like, questions, like, no, you're not going away. And I didn't question that because that's just how I was and kind of still am to my parents. Um, And so when it was time for Samantha to go away for college, Samantha wrote my dad, like, a three-page, because my dad is actually the one who said I couldn't go away. Um, So she ended up writing him a three-page letter, and he ended up letting her go. And I held a lot of resentment towards my sister for that when I held resentment towards the wrong person. And I definitely regret that. If you need a break, let me know. Okay. Okay. Um, So in adolescence, I remember like I kind of talked about I felt like you didn't like me because it was that like you said like that age difference where one's trying to be cool and fit in like my adolescence Katie was in high school when I was in grammar school and so it was this we're constantly missing each other by like a year of being you know so I think that high school is already such a shit show and then you add in the fact of you have this younger sister who is definitely not cool I was not cool not gonna lie I'm not I was not cool in my grammar school at times but um I I remember getting like I remember trying to get you like me I remember like going to get you water from downstairs or like Uh, she would say will you dress me will you just pick out my outfit i'll give you twenty dollars and i'm like that was high school wasn't it yeah you're skipping ahead oh i didn't think that was high school was that grammar school i gave you 20 yeah and w- I, one time i racked up 60 dollars. i did i, hear, you I like 20 dollars like, brush your hair and like put on some makeup for you and 
picked out your clothes. It was twenty dollars for each thing, and and you told mom, and so I had to give it all back. How and was then, your bank? I, was, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't like you that day either. <laughs> I don't blame you. I probably like said it in passing. I don't think I I told. I was probably like, yeah. I mean, Katie picked it out. I gave her twenty dollars. Mom was like, twenty twenty dollars. No, and for my hair, twenty, and for makeup, twenty, sixty. <laughs> <laughs> where did i get this money yeah, from you were like working uh we were i i had started working at the restaurant at eight years old and you you started probably 12 because it was right after katrina yeah anyway so i remember <laughs> i remember talking mom and dad out of a spanking for you yeah do you remember Thank that you. you're welcome the belt yes yes she was crying on the couch and i was like oh my god katie what's wrong and just imagine this drama unfolding and she told me that my parents, I don't even know. Do you remember what you did? No. No. She was, they they were like thinking about her punishment and she was scared. So I went in there as my little like. I'm sure I was being over dramatic to lighten my sentence. <laughs> like I'm sure I was putting on an act. Oh my gosh. Well, either way, you you didn't get it. No belt for me that day. <laughs> Uh, so I think most of my adolescence is like trying to get you to like me and th- just in regards of our relationship. And I actually remember and I've told Katie this and I know this upsets her when I say it, but I remember making birthday wishes to my candles that we could just be friends. And then high school came. And I know that sounded so pathetic, but I, I did. <laughs> and high school came. I remember looking up to you at this time. Like, I mean, I looked up to you in adolescence, but like I wanted I thought you were so cool. I wanted to listen to the same music as you dress like you, which is why I stole your clothes all the time. <laughs> and she caught me every time. I don't know what I thought I was playing or like you're posting pictures. I'm like, that's that's my shirt. Or I'm literally going into your room being like, hey, I'm going to this thing. And you're like. In my shirt. Yeah, yes. She would walk in in like my whole dress. And I'm like, excuse me? When did you get in here? When you weren't home. Yeah. There was no locks. Anyway, uh, actually, there was one lock. There was when we could steal it from each other because you could like twist it out and then twist it back into a different lock. And I would get so mad when I would see that she would come and steal the one little lock. I don't know what I was trying to hide. Anyway. I don't know why I needed one either. We didn't. Yeah. <laughs> it was from each other. probably. Yeah. It was just like who could get the lock. <laughs> uh, I wanted to talk like you walk like you and have that attitude that you had. And I remember us talking more at this time and leaning more on each other. I remember our senses of humor starting to collide and we like to laugh with each other. But I, I remember you still not wanting to hang out with me as much. And I and I guess that's that's what it was. Like, you just weren't around, like you were saying. But, yeah. like, I'm glad you when said When you were that. in high school? Yeah. Yeah. Like, I took it as, like, you didn't want to hang out. Uh, that was my first boyfriend, okay? Like, I was obsessed. Obsessed. Like, I just wanted to be around I mean, him. Yeah. Like, I mean, he had his own house. Right. But, like, and it, yeah, it had nothing to do with you. I know. I know that now, but I'm glad, like, see, yeah. I'm glad we're talking about it. I know. And, like, I thought we, like, really, like, kind of, I guess, bonded when I got my license and I would drive you to school. Well, we would ride together to school. And you almost absolutely killed me driving down yeah. the streets of New Orleans going yes. 70 miles per hour. Yeah. yeah. With one hand on the wheel. Anyway. Yeah. And going into puddles accidentally splashing people. <laughs> <laughs> That's why you got your car keyed in high school. Anyway. 
No, I think I was thinking about that the other day. I think it's because I parked in like someone's spot. Okay, that's insane. Actually, I had a spot in Cause high school. Because on Reddit, people were saying how like people are so like particular about like parking in front of their house and i think i was parking in front of someone's house and they were probably like this little i think everyone parks in front of houses though and they shouldn't live there Yeah, well guess what everyone's car is getting keyed every day now well guess what i would go to school like an hour and a half before school even started and i was the first one there so i was right by that door i know you're crazy you're like jenna and i would be like we're going we're gonna be tardy today i'm going back to bed i was like i'm gonna be the first one in and the first one out (laughs) that was my goal um and I remember, where was I? Oh, I remember how awkward it was to hug each other. Oh, yeah. It was we have a weird thing our... about affection, but that stems yeah. from mom and dad. Yes. Um, Hi, mom, if you're listening, because I know now you follow and get our, I'm going to have to go turn her notifications off. Anyway. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't oh, she knows about this. She episode. already knows. Okay. Hi, mom. Uh, I remember our arguing was intense at this age. I remember. Oh my god! It was like who can like say the meanest thing yeah. through text message, but not only through text message. Like oh I remember god. us getting almost physical, and I- that time we really started to. And Dad was like, "Hey!" I remember you were like dating somebody, and you texted me something like said I had a snarky response, and I never even heard that word. <laughs> And I was like, you don't even know what that is. Like, that was my, like, comeback. And then I was like, you, like, it was so silly. To be honest, I probably had to Google it to make sure I said it right. No, it, through text? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I probably was like. Ugh. I have no idea, but I told you you were wrong. I don't, I didn't I probably even know. I was you. like, you don't even know what that means. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we were like. Oh, we were, it was, te- it, was, it, was it was, we were mean. But, like, still at this, I think high school, we were still closer than adolescence and college time yeah like my, my college time oh no yeah so the adolescent i think me being in high school and you being in college we we're still closer and i think like you said that did have to go with but i think it also we were like partners in crime against mom and dad you still you know we both lived at home we're both old enough but i also i remember i, I was getting like resentment towards you mm-hmm. at this age because you were in college so you were getting to do whatever you wanted and like yeah i felt like i had all these rules by mom and dad which i really now that i look back i don't you yeah they had no rules no like no the our only house thing, was the house you would go to to sleep over at because they're oblivious they just don't care hey mom <laughs> hey dad oblivious <laughs> <laughs> but like but what the the thing that would piss me off was when i would say like can i go do something and they say no and i'd say why and they'd say because and I'd say, why? Because I said so. Well, no. Why? I don't remember them telling me no. See? Like, literally because. And I told dad this not that long ago. And he was like, I never did that. And I was like, are you? He still does it. He, are, he still are you trying to tell like that. me that you didn't do that? Like, he was like, I never did that. I don't know what you're talking about. I'm like, <laughs> okay, I'm going insane. Denial. Denial. I don't know. Maybe he has memory loss. Anyway. So does mom. Hey, mom. (laughs) (laughs) She knows it, though. So I don't know. And, oh, yeah. And lastly, I felt like you didn't understand me as much in this age because I was like, you started to get the leniency. And then, like, I would come to you and be like, mom and dad are being so ridiculous. And you were like, but, like, you're in high school and I'm like I know I'm in high school 
I didn't. I didn't. I feel like you had such like a big change. I did. I was a brat. You like real like changed like really quickly. And yeah, I didn't. I'm trying to like think like when you lost all that weight, who are you hanging out with? Like the person you were talking about last time that was always disappointing you? No. Okay. I. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So that it. Yeah. yeah. I remember those times. And that's how you met that ex-boyfriend that I was just talking about. The snarky one. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's also why I left that snarky one. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, I had an interesting group of friends in high school, but I think that I I started getting so like I hated being in that house. I ended up going to therapy and like that therapist wasn't helpful to me at all. Do I know where? No. Okay. It was um it was for like two sessions, maybe oh, three. I had one of those. <laughs> Didn't we all? Um and she kept trying to force me to like well, let's have your mom in here. Let's have your mom in here. And I was like, I don't want to, I don't want to, I hate her. I don't want to talk to her. I didn't, I don't hate you, mom. Um, I did, I might've felt that way in in high school, but I didn't know what that meant. Okay. (laughs) But like, you know, so yeah, I definitely started to like feel too, it was almost like that feeling too cool for everyone, but it's also like the attitude my family has it's you're too cool for everybody. You know everything. You know everything. You think you know everything, yep. but you're mostly too cool for your family. Like your friends, yep. or like you just want to go out and be with your friends. Like, yeah, yes. Yeah. And and also like our family doesn't know how to communicate properly at S- all. So I think I built up so much frustration that high school really really did a 180. Um, speaking of the devil, mom's calling me. She just but. called me. She's here. Hang on. Hey, you're on the podcast. I'm on the podcast. Yes, we are live right now. If you want to say hi. Hello, I have two of the best daughters in the world. Now I feel like we don't hate her. her. (laughs) Um, Can I call you back? Yeah, bye. Bye. (laughs) Now I feel like an asshole. She's so nice. I know. Okay, anyways, and co- we'll never get through this episode. In college, okay, this is what Katie was talking about. I uh this was my college. I think this was our su- super tough time for me and her. Um I remember feeling relief of being out of this house not just like because of Katie, just because of I I needed that freedom. I craved that freedom and independence from that house. Um I remember my mom and dad telling me all these things that you'd say about me. And then I remember learning later in therapy that this was called triangulation. And I realized now that that was probably harming our relationship more than benefiting it. I remember wanting to give up towards my last couple of years of college on our relationship because I had like really tried, I feel like, for most of the like most of my life. Like I, I, th- I think I like really tried to be Katie's friend. And like at this point, I was so over it. And it was, like, bad at this time. Like, like she said, like, she was very resentful towards me, and I felt that. And I and I had an agree, agreement with my dad that I would come work at the restaurant every other weekend in order to go to college an hour away. So every other weekend when I'd come down, I remember I'd have to leave sometimes and go back to my apartment because it, cause our fighting was just awful. Um, I remember 
when we started to try to work on it at the end of my college career, um, it almost felt like I just didn't care anymore. And after college, when I moved back down, we were forced to be around each other because we were at the restaurant all the time. And it was still bumpy, but that's, that's when I think we initially started to try to work on and mend and work on communication. <clears throat> so also <clears throat> when Samantha moved back, when it wasn't as good as it is now, um, my parents have some rental properties and one in particular, I asked my dad if I could move in and he told me, no way, I'm not kicking my tenants out for you. And I thought, fair enough. So when Samantha moved down, he kicked the tenants out for her. So again, instead of taking my anger and animosity out on my dad, I did it on my sister. And then the furniture he promised to give me, I find out he gave to her. So I, I, I don't think him doing that was malicious, but like, I don't see how he thought doing that any of that was okay. And in hindsight, I I owned a house. I just rented it out. Like I should have moved out of my house a lot sooner and just moved into my own house. Cuz I think that would have not only helped my relationship with my parents, but it would have helped my relationship with my sister and it wouldn't have given me this like animosity or even thinking that anyone favors anybody. Because I truly don't think that he was doing it out of favoring anybody. I just think that he like is a wants to please us. But and I think it was think. because I was gone. Yeah, I moved and wanted away. to get on your good side. It was like, oh, now that she's back, let me make sure she stays back. Yes. And, and and Katie was already living in their yeah. house. I like took. I felt like I was taken for granted. So like it was it was because the rental property was like four doors down. This, like literally down the street. So, okay, I can have one of my daughters living with us and I can have my other daughter um, and her boyfriend, like Craig at the time, and um, living down the street. And not that I'm making excuses. I'm just no, saying like this I, is, that's, this that is, is exactly it. it. Yeah. And um, yeah, that definitely did too. And I I remember – there was just tiptoeing everywhere for for that time and and like now we we've gone through and worked through what why our college uh time was so toxic so we've worked through this i understand i completely understand why she was so resentful towards me at that time and at the time i didn't understand but like once we started to communicate and actually express our emotions and frustrations it was like but wait, I was told this. But wait, I was told this. And it was like, oh, my God. We've, yeah. It, like, we've been. And maybe, like, our break for you in college, like, with you in college was needed. Mm -hmm. And I'm glad to, like, in a way, because, like you said, like, in high school, you didn't, you had friends, but you didn't have the best of friends. Mm -hmm. I think now you have a really good group of friends, and you found them in college. Yeah, I agree. I love And so love if you gals. were in town a lot or anything like that kind of would have jeopardized those relationships. So in a way it may have worked out for the best. I think everything, like if I would have stayed home, it just also would have, I, I don't know if I ever would have left and yeah, but yeah, the, the timelines really do pave your way. And I think that 
you know, you can look back and say, if it wasn't for this, this or this, I could be here. And instead you can say, well, if it wasn't for this, I wouldn't have this now. And like, I'm grateful for this part of my life that I got because I got out of this. And I know Katie and I's relationship, like not only our relationship got worked on, but like ourselves got worked on yeah, <clears throat> individually. And I couldn't be more grateful for that. Okay. Moving on to the next question. What feelings do you remember having towards our relationship? Like when we're saying when it was strained? Yeah. Sorry. Yes. I don't think I cared. Mm. I was just like, whatever. I have a boyfriend. <laughs> and he's all I need. He's my sister now. He's my everything. <laughs> Like, not wrong. He sucks. <laughs> like, it, it was it's it was an immature way of thinking. It was, what, I was, it was, like, from 18 to 22, maybe. And I feel like you are not mature. Like, you don't have, like, that, like. No matter how much you think you do. Yeah. Oh, my God. I, I, I think everyone goes through that because Samantha did, too, where yeah. you think you know it all. I'm invincible. I am invincible. Yeah. Well, I can literally sit on top of this car and just let it drive. Yeah, she still thinks that at 25. No. Actually, I have high fears now. Yeah. No. <laughs> I'm scared of everything. I, yeah. So I, what I think about our relationship then is just it was it was what it was. And it wasn't on the top of my list of priorities. And as bad as that sounds, it's just the truth. So I said that I remember feeling sad. And I was sad that we weren't close and I was sad that I felt like I couldn't turn to you completely mm -hmm. with letting my guard down. Yeah. Um, I then became resentful of you and jealous and I wanted to be like you, but you didn't want anything to do with me. And then I became angry and I viewed trying to mend our relationship as pointless. I felt hopeless, but now, cause I felt like I should just add a now in here. I had, that's what my mind's written down in present tense. So oh, I just it? like made, said what I said just now. Okay. That's how I thought it was worded, but I'll say my present tense. What's your present you. tense? I said, I die for our relationship now. You mean so much to me. You're one of my the few people I trust with my whole heart. I'm going to cry. I said, I feel an unconditional love from you and for you. And I feel more understood now. And I feel so happy with where we are. Look at this. This is so sad, but so awesome. Okay, how does it differ from how you view our relationship now? Guys, are you sending the same questions? Yeah, this is my four. That's why I was confused. Oh, then number three for you. I died for our relationship now. You mean so much to me. You're one of the few people I trust with my Well, what heart. did you put for what feelings do you remember for number four? Oh, I put, honestly, I don't know what my issue was growing up. It was like I was so worried what other people thought. I wanted to be the cool, mean girl. I got angry and jealous when you went away to college. It felt like our relationship with our parents flipped. Because I always felt like I was the closer one to my dad. And my sister was closer to my mom. And then, like we said, when Samantha went away to college, it's like it flipped. And my dad was, like, all about Samantha. And I just kind of felt like I was in the dark. And it really made me resent all three of them, my mom, my dad, and my sister, because I just always would, like, Felt blame alone. mom, too. Like, I'm like, you know what's going on. You don't try to, like, you know what he's doing. Mm -hmm. 
why can't you stand up for me? Like, I just, yeah, I felt like, I just felt like I was taken advantage of or like taken for granted. Like, Katie's going to be here. But Samantha, we got to get her back. Let's let's give her everything. Mm. Okay, so I'm going to answer now the how does it differ from how you view our relationship because I switch. Okay, so I said our relationship now is day and night from where it used to be. I feel as though I can talk to you, be honest with you, communicate with you, and express how I feel to you without fear of rejection or retaliation. And I know now I can tell you if I disagree with you and not have to walk on eggshells. <laughs> I think our relationship is as healthy as it's ever been and we don't allow our parents to triangulate and try to dictate our relationships or manipulate our feelings towards each other anymore and I feel very supported by you and I feel loved by you which is much better than the feeling of wanting to be liked by you that I had craved for so long. What made you realize we had an unhealthy relationship dynamic? I think I always knew but I just didn't care enough to do anything about it like especially it was just I didn't know how to control my emotions like I didn't know just like how to sit down and like talk because we didn't communicate as a family so it was like I I wanted to I remember like googling like how do you communicate really how do you like yeah I I had to look like I, I wanted to learn I just I didn't grow up with the tools and it wasn't even just like, how do I communicate like with my family? It was just in general. Like I didn't know how to talk about how I felt. And like now that I do know how to do that, it's amazing. It truly is. Yeah. It, it, the only reason I learned how to communicate was because of Craig. Like Craig, I don't know if I've ever said that, that that's my husband. I know I've mentioned his name, but I don't think I've ever said what he is to me. That's my husband. And We've been together since high school and he is the reason that I know how to properly communicate with people now because he's always been so patient. He's the type that's like, no, like we can't even move on until we can like fix, fix this argument. And I'm like, why? Like, I remember in the beginning being like, why? (laughs) No, we can just go to bed, wake up and just like pretend it didn't happen. He's like, no (laughs) he's like what have i gotten myself toxic (laughs) (laughs) and probably i was so but yeah if it wasn't for him i wouldn't know and then i think that you know i'm i realize it more and more and i think i like can make mom and dad uncomfortable sometimes because i will be like no i'm gonna we're gonna talk about this whether you like it or not but yeah that took a while to figure out it, it, it sucked it sucked the process sucked so bad I'm not gonna lie to anyone out there listening but it's so worth it now because you just feels like you don't have to bottle everything up anymore you can just say it and like I think also this like it's better that we're in our in our 20s and like not having to feel like we have to impress anyone like I have no shame anymore here I am making a podcast I don't care you know what I mean I have no shame so I think once you start having this unconditional love for yourself, then it's like, it, it, it helps a lot. Like, it, I think that's what it was. Like we, I, like I did, didn't like myself and now I love myself. That's a big part of the growth too. Um, so I agree. I, I, I always knew that we had an unhealthy relationship dynamic and I would, and I knew because I would see my friends relationships with their siblings and I was like, something's off here. 
Um, but I had no one to compare our relationship to. So that made me feel like alone when asking like for help to how to make our relationship better. And it wasn't until therapy when it was confirmed by a professional that our relationship dynamic wasn't good. And uh, then then we that's when we really tried working on our, our like habits of do you remember mom and dad sent me to a therapist when I was like 11 because I was mean to you and they hypnotized no. me? No. Yeah. Well, the hypnosis. <laughs> well, didn't work. it was one hypnot one time, and I and when she was like, "All right," and I was like, "I, I fell asleep," <laughs> and she was like, "Oh yeah, that's good. You your subconscious, it's listening." And I was like, "Okay, great." I think that is literally. So, uh, well, I had one session. I had a bunch of sessions with her, one session of hypnotherapy, and I don't think it worked, but maybe you just need multiple sessions. Because I think the reason I didn't do any more is because Hurricane Katrina hit. And so I never saw her again, and I loved her. Yeah, I don't remember them sending you off to therapy. Miss Joni, if you're out there, love you. Do you? She was great. Oh, good. I, I looked for her after the storm. Our family, we got 10 feet of water at our house, so we were displaced for a while, and I never Months. found her again. Yeah. She might not have come back like to, to this area, but yeah, that's also why I wanted to do this, because I feel like I have no memories, <laughs> so like my, my memory is just as bad as my mom's. Anyway, um, what factors do you think played into us having an unhealthy relationship? I really don't know. I truly just blame myself and I still don't exactly know why or when I started being so mean to you but I really don't know why like I wonder if I had like only child syndrome at three and a half I don't know it I mean it's just it could be just as simple as have being the oldest kid and now this new kid is getting all the attention like the youngest sibling. Yeah. I maybe. I I just I don't I try to think like what's why? I I have no idea. Well, I put that I think that I mean the way that our family communicated had a good bit to do with it. Like I I think the lack of communication in our family, I don't think we had any healthy coping skills when arguing. Like our fights as family showed as fights between us, but it just got more intense between us i think because mm-hmm. we like one one name was thrown out then it was like game on bitch <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah and i think a lot of younger children fight with their siblings so that's more common but like i think when it leaks leaks into adulthood that's when it becomes a problem yeah. and then i think that when it was adulthood for us that triangulation factor really also mm. had to play had to play in with it and and I and I think like they would always tell us like wish y'all would be friends y'all are sisters y'all you know wish y'all would like each other and it's like okay treat us equally oh. <laughs> <laughs> or like is that your advice yeah it was just like, like you go do the work like it was easier said than done yeah and it's like I didn't like we were you know in the the heat of the moment we're like. No, we're like, well, I'm yeah, trying I don't to be her we're friend. Like, yeah. It w- <laughs> I mean, I, I don't imagine it was easy for them to not knowing what to do either. Yeah. And I, I like I had assumed that they would have to Google how to communicate too. Yeah. Like it's a str- it was a struggle for all, the four of us. I think that that's just 
their generation too. Like maybe I should cut this and put this in the beginning. So before they listen, they know we don't like fully blame them for anything. It's just that I think that like, it really is that generation that doesn't communicate and you got to give your parents some grace, even like, uh, like not if your parent is toxic as shit. Like I'm not saying like, Oh, blood is thicker than water. No. Like, I mean, I'm saying they didn't have healthy coping skills because they didn't, they weren't raised with it. And like, even mental health wasn't with like it was so stigmatized then, you know, and still can be stigmatized now. So yeah, that's a it's a whole nother episode we can get into. Anyway, what could our parents have done differently in helping manage our sibling rivalry? So again, I wrote treat us more equally. But I also wrote like spending more family time together. Ooh. I don't think that we spent a lot our parents always worked and then when they'd get home they'd go home make a drink and then watch tv so me and samantha would go upstairs and even on like a saturday they'd work so sundays were their only day off and they wanted to relax relax. yeah so we We never had family dinners which like oh yeah well i don't know no we used to we would sit on the ground by the coffee table put on a show we would all sit what remember that wait it um yeah where they live now we would sit in the living room and we would sit on the ground we would like put pillows down and we'd eat together we did that for years yeah we did that for a long time and then i think it really stopped when i got to college i mean high school wait what oh wait i still don't remember this or no you know when it stopped katrina because that's when i went to high school okay yeah so i was i was little when katrina hit but we did eat together like we really did and sometimes we would when I was in high school. We'd sit. I remember Sunday the, dinners at, at our grandma's. We? Yeah, but we would eat together sometimes during the week. I feel like really like when I got to my maybe so- sophomore or junior year, it, that's when it stopped. Huh. Okay. And I don't understand why, but that I think that's when it did. I wonder why too. Maybe because I, like, I literally couldn't tell you because I don't remember. So. Yeah. <laughs> but I agree. I I think that like I know a lot of people that have were like forced family dinners and like they would hate it. But like now they're like, obviously, that was so necessary because that's where the communication happens. Right. That's where you like, how was your day? Like, how 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 how's school? Why are you like, how are your grades? Like, whatever. Like, we so like I said, we didn't really ever communicate. And maybe it would have had more communication if we did stuff like that more often. Um, I said that I think. If our parents worked it out with us earlier on, maybe uh, it wouldn't have gotten so bad in our later years. And I think that if they avoided taking sides Mm -hmm. and criticizing one child over the other, um, it would have avoided a lot of jealousy and resentment that we harbored. And I think that we were just more involved, that if they were just more involved in a relationship rather than just weekly telling us that we're, we're siblings and we're supposed to love each other, it would have felt more validating and clear up confusion of our relationship and our relationship with them. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, what do you feel like you needed for, okay, this is a whopping question. What do you feel like you needed from me in our relationship when it was at its worst? So I guess probably college. I think that was probably at its worst. So I don't think... 
I think you tried as hard as you could. I, I don't think you could have really done anything. I think that it was more of a, I need to work on myself and see like the importance, like what was more important in my life. Like not my ex-boyfriend, mm-hmm. not these friends that come and go. Mm-hmm. Like when you got engaged, I feel like it was like a light switch. Like I'm like, okay, like I want to be a part of her life. So I think that you getting engaged and just me wanting to be there and me like seeing like how important you are to me and yeah, that was like a wake up call, especially my selfish ass really expected to be the maid of honor when me and my sister didn't even talk like how selfish and then when she said that, I threw a fit like when I wa- when she told me I wasn't. And now, like, I'm glad I wasn't. And I'm glad she chose who she did because her maid of honor did an amazing job. Okay, well, I've never heard you say any of that. So I'm I'm that was I mean, that was really hard for me. I'm not going to lie, like to to not choose you as that role, like your whole life. It's like your sister's your maid of honor and blah, blah, blah. And like like she said, like we. It was. I had gotten engaged right outside of college. I was right, almost in the midst of our shit show, and I. I mean, I. I really appreciate you saying all that because I think that, like, I know. I. I know at the time I remember you saying like, I feel like you're just trying to prove a point, and it's like, I. I am, but I'm not. It's like because if I, the point would be, like, because if I were to just say okay, then it's like then I'm not being true to my my own self at the time and you know and I've and I've told Mary who was my maid of honor the she was on she was my first guest um at the time like knowing now like how we are now it would be you now yeah and it's and it's because our relationship has changed so much and yeah that that was big and I'm glad you said that um I, I feel like I just I, I feel like I just needed love. Like I felt like I felt like the resentment. I, I like I felt the bur- like be like I was the burden in your life. Like if like if I would like it was almost kind of like if I would just disappear. And that's how I felt. And I I think I like I feel like I needed to feel wanted in your life. And I, I know it's safe to say that you feel those needs for me now. Um, what do you feel you needed me to understand about you when our relationship was rocky? That I didn't have the tools or the understanding of how to better myself. Like I didn't know what, like I said, I had to freaking Google communication. I like, I just didn't know. And I, maybe I was like embarrassed. Like I would watch the bachelorette. Like for example, Jojo Fletcher, when she was the bachelorette, she has such a good way of communicating with people. Like I would just watch and be like, wow, how, how is she like that? Like they had to have taught a class to these people on how to do that. We're like so scripted. Yeah. But I truly do think that she's just that good at communication. And, and that was inspiring to me. And my, not the, shitty ex-boyfriend that I've been talking about but my ex-boyfriend from a few years ago he really helped me learn to communicate and to have self-growth and when we broke up I took those 
months of my like heartbreak to really work on myself and and get more knowledge of who I am and I'm thankful for that relationship and yeah so I I think I just didn't have the tools of communication I I feel like and I understand all that by the way I, I get it because I remember feeling like I went like I look back to me not being able to communicate and I almost have that those same regrets that you have with me that I have with Craig like I I used to be really mean and I used to be like I'd take all my stuff out on him because I didn't know how to communicate and it's like it like not being able to communicate is so big and I think people just don't understand it especially if they're brought up in homes that don't use it like as a tool and and how much harm it can do to not use that as a tool. I don't think people, I think people really underestimate it. Um, so I, I, I understand. Um, I feel like I just, I needed you to understand how much I loved you and cared about you. And I needed you to understand how much I just wanted you to succeed, especially like, like getting out of, out of their house. Um, I still want you to know those things. And just so you know, I now feel as though I am so proud to call of you and to call you my sister. And I need you to know that you are such an amazing person inside and out. And it has been so beautiful to watch you grow into the human you are today. And it's been an honor to work through our relationship with you. And I need you to know I love you so much. And I'm always here for you. I'm crying. I'm going to cry too. (laughs) (laughs) I love you too. I really do. What do you regret most, if anything, from our rocky relationship history? <clears throat> Losing years of making memories with you. Damn, that was a good answer. Because true. Um, I regret almost giving up. Like, I just regret that feeling of, like, I don't even care anymore. I remember, like, feeling that from you. And that, like, that was another wake-up call. I'm like, okay, like, I need to show her that I care and that I want to be part of this. Like, this is the biggest moment of her life or one of them. Like, I want her to know, like, I want to be included. I want to be a part of it. I want to see it. Like, the wedding. Yeah. And and I want to be there for every other milestone going forward. I, I don't regret us going through everything we did to get where we are now, though. Yeah, I do have to say, because like I said, not only did we grow together, we grew individually. And I think like our relationship had to do with that, too. Yeah. Okay, so we have three more questions. What advice would you give listeners who are currently experiencing sibling rivalry and have a bad relationship with their siblings? Um, It's true when people say like, oh, stop. Y'all are going to be so close when y'all get older. For, I think for the most part, I think that most people get closer to their sibling when they get older. And instead of waiting, maybe like start now, like communicate, be more understanding and fuck what anyone else thinks. If they're like even putting your sister down, I remember I would be like approaching kids on the schoolyard uh, on the blacktop. Yep. That is our, uh, what do you call it? Like the tar yeah, like, ground. I think that most uh, schools have blacktops. Is it? Yeah. Oh, okay. I was like, and maybe they don't know what that is. Yeah. <laughs> oh. 
I just show my, I sh- was showing my love in like not the best way. Um, <clears throat> so I put that, uh, just know that your feelings are valid, but also know that their feelings are valid as well. Because if you've learned anything from today, you've seen that Katie and I both experienced our own inner t- turmoil and reflected it in such a different way towards each other. So there was no way that I knew how much she was suffering on the inside. And there was no way that she could have known how much I, I was I was suffering with it. Because we, we showed it so much differently on the outside. A lot of the time, anger is just a surface level emotion. And I posted on Instagram, the anger iceberg. So at the tip of the iceberg, you see the anger. But Below the surface is all of these feelings that correspond with that anger, the jealousy, the frustration, the sadness, the guilt, the shame. Like, remember that you're not forced to have a relationship with your siblings uh, when when things are toxic. If it's affecting your mental health, work with a counselor and work with setting boundaries with them in order to start mending that relationship, because that's how it started. Like it started with boundary making and communication. So communicate with them if you if you feel like you can in a calm way. And lastly, even though it may feel as though you can't stand them at some points, the times that y'all are good, tell them that you love them. Let them know that they matter to you. Remember that your relationship is between you and your sibling. Do not let other family members or friends become involved in your relationship because it can do more harm than good. And not everyone will be as lucky to mend their relationships like you and I have been. Mm-hmm. As much as it sucks, it's just more important like that you have that inner peace and be happy than to put all of your energy towards like abusiveness and toxicity. Like you both have to be individually working on each other. Yeah. Well, like I think that you and I get along 95% of the time, but like we still get in little arguments like at the restaurant the other day when you were like, (laughs) when I like, well, I went in there, I got annoyed about something. And then Samantha was like, don't tell us how to do our jobs. And I was like, don't yell at me. And I was like, you know what? I'm like, I'm not dealing with this. And I walked off. And then five minutes later, I was like, okay, I'm sorry that I yelled at you. Yeah. And I was like, thank you. But do you understand why I did? (laughs) (laughs) So like, that's, that's way more than we'd ever do before. Like, if I could try to summarize how it would be before, like one of us would have left. Oh my God. We never, I don't think somebody would have apologized ever or like say, okay, but do you like that argument would have like gone over texts. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Uh, those gave those. give me anxiety to even think about. Yeah. I can't look at time hop too oh. long. <laughs> <laughs> what advice do you have for the older siblings who are listening? Sometimes you have to work on yourself before starting a relationship. And this is true with dating, but also true in this case. I wanted to be better for my sister and I want to be better for my friends too. I think they all deserve that because I want to be my best self for the people I care about. And for yourself. And for myself. Of course. Because it feels good to do it. Yes. Um, so I'm going to answer my advice and I'm giving the younger siblings. Um, it can be hard being the younger sibling and feeling as though you want to be everything your older sibling is. but And doing what they're doing, but you aren't there yet. And you feel left behind. Like, it's normal. Know that they experience that too. And remind yourself that throughout the years, your relationship dynamic will change. Like you've seen it. We changed through adolescence, high school, college, adulthood, young adulthood. 
I consider us young adults still. Um, and whether that's for the better or not depends on the both of you and where this relationship is prioritized in your life. Okay, my last question that you lost in our text messages yeah. <laughs> was, what is your favorite positive memory of us growing up? I think I have a few. Same. I had a few. Um, The vacations that we would go on, like in Vegas, that was fun. Um, I feel like we kind of bonded on one of those trips. And then when we would go to Granny's house and we would wake up and we would get Cheese our- Cheese grits. We would get our princess bucket or like princess things and open it and it had- our own theme bowl. Fish was mine. My, okay, I think, yeah, Little Mermaid. No, mine was a fish. Okay. I don't remember that. I thought mine, whatever. <laughs> but eating grits at Granny's. And I think, like, driving to school together my senior year, I, I enjoyed that. I enjoyed having you with me. Yeah, I enjoyed being uh, almost five minutes late to school every day, too. Yeah. We were late every day. I got detentions for being late. I was like, my sister drives me, please. Don't fight me. I, would, I think I would hit rides with dad every now and then at yeah, 6 a.m. Like, sayonara. <laughs> um, my favorite memories consist of our jam sessions. Um, yes, 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 yes. Big time. Our performances just were unmatched. Um, I don't know how we haven't been auditioned for American Idol yet, but if y'all are listening you know you know where to contact us um i just remember also just like laughs we've had together and and i love that the speech that you gave at the rehearsal dinner like summed up all of our favorite memories yeah and all the silly things that we've done and i look forward to making all the new memories with you me too okay well do you want to how do you feel after talking about all this today i feel like kind of like lighter me too i feel like we got some shit out of our yeah chest. that was nice so we're gonna go make some spring rolls yeah and watch some netflix yes and have a sleepover can't wait so thanks for listening i hope y'all enjoyed today's podcast and see you next time bye today's music was written and produced by tyler o'brien you can find him on Instagram at Dreamscape, D-R-E-A-M-S-C-A-P-E, and follow his band at Wastelander underscore band on Instagram. <laughs>